0: Good morning my friends, good afternoon, good evening wherever you are. This is Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl and welcome, welcome, welcome if you've never been here before and welcome back if you have. So thank you so much for listening. Um I so I did this podcast yesterday morning and I realized I left some things out and there's some things I wanted to add and sort of take away and so you know, I'm redoing this one. Um, And I know some people listen to the other one and great, awesome. So hopefully you'll listen to this one too. And maybe get a a different sense or a different perspective. I'm not sure. So it's really interesting when, so the topic today, the sins, quote unquote, of our parents, uh, essentially it's not the lightest of topics. However, some other things came to light yesterday after I did recorded the podcast, I put it up, and then I talked to my client, my first client yesterday morning, and it was like, when you decide, or when you have chosen something, it's like the world opens up and shows you 50 other million things that can connect to it and how it relates, and it's pretty remarkable to me. So, all right, so I'm I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I'm going to go back So the sins of our parents, and I know maybe some of you have heard um, in the Bible, it talks about bearing the sins of our fathers. And I believe that in lots of different sects, religions, sects, not S-E-X, S-E-C-T-S, and spirituality, there are what I would call a thread or a vein of truth. And when I recognize, for myself at least, when I recognize those similar threads throughout, I'm like, well, to me, there's an interconnectedness. There's a, there's a vein of truth here to pay attention. You would have Native American tribes on this soil spread out across the United States here. And you had similar veins or threads of truth in these tribes, Now, things might have been a little bit shifted for like the color of a direction or the animal for the directions, uh, because they believed a lot about the four directions, the four winds. Um, Speaking of, of course, east, south, north and west, or east, south, west and north, however you want to look at that. And it goes for me, again, it goes the same through history. And it goes the same through all these different things. Like I said, like, you know, I'm curious. I like to look for things. I'm a seeker. And when I find something that's like, bang, then it hits me. And I'm like, all right, I think it's a good idea to just speak on this, to give a perspective. This is about planting a seed, maybe cracking a hole in the earth, cracking a hole in your world to help you maybe look at something a little bit differently to see where the quote unquote sins of our parents. Um, And you don't have to have kids also. I just want you to know, this is, you have had parents. Uh, You don't have to have kids, but you might have kids that are adopted kids, or you might have people that are like kids to you. Uh, You're in a relationship. So there's a piece of this that will hold true for you in some regard. So, so back to the Bible just a little bit, the sins of our fathers um, go down generation to generation. And through the Native American studies I've done and through some of the other readings, um, I've come across... A similar vein in you no, know, they don't call them sins. I won't say I believe in a sin, but I believe in the things that our parents have chosen, and it comes down generation to generation. And if we aren't aware, we don't recognize what we are bringing in to our life, or what the burden has been put upon us. I should say, and it's not really a burden that's put upon us, but it's just something that maybe if our parents didn't deal with, we're going to deal with it. If I myself don't choose to deal with some things, um, in my lessons of my life, then my children are going to bear those burdens. Yeah. They're going to bear some of those things. Uh, it just trickles down. It's a trickle effect. Um, so let's go back and go further ahead because so yesterday morning, because I have some examples and again, I was talking yesterday and you know, then all of a sudden I was like, oh, and this and this and this. So I just wanted to redo this one. So yesterday morning, my client comes in and we began to talk. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I was just finishing up a podcast. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you did that. I'm like, yeah. And I gave her um, my podcast card and I was like, hey, here, you know, check it out if you want. And we talked about, you know, what I told her the topic was. She's like, yeah, she's like, it's interesting. She said her husband has never been a very touchy feely kind of person, and I said okay. So we talked about a you know, massage. She loves to get massage. She comes in every month, and he's never been in. But when they went away, he suggested doing a couples massage, and she was like, "Oh, okay." She was a little shocked. So he gave it a go, and she's like, "Oh, what do you think? What would you think?" And he goes, "Yeah, I hated it." Meanwhile, she she didn't love it, <clears throat> but at the same time, she you know, enjoyed the touch, she says a little bit rough. And then she just said she cheated on me. And I was like, well, you know, (laughs) it was just sort of funny. But anyway, so going back to the touch thing. So she's like, yeah, she said, you know, he never used to hug his kids. She's like, I had to, you know, sort of coax him and guide him like, you know, go hug your kid, your kids want to be touched. And this is through the fact of his parents never did this with him. His parents weren't touchy feely. They never hugged him. They never touched him. And so whatever whatever things that his parents were going through, maybe it was because their parents before that didn't do that, um, or maybe something else was going on. Maybe there was abuse of some kind. Who knows? Those Whatever reason they had for not touching went down to their son, which was going down to trickle again to his children until his wife was like, wait a minute, let's change this to the point where she has, you know, helped guide him, like I said, to change that. So I wanted to add this thing because I think it was, it was very profound to me. It was like, this is a perfect example and a very easy, tangible example of you know, it doesn't have to be this like real deep, dark topic of these inner demons and things like that. However, I'm sure that I know that they exist as well. Um, and I'll speak on my parents a little bit and on me and, and here in a second. So that one's a very tangible one. It's a very easy one to see. And but not everybody recognizes that. And that's just it. Unless we actually sit and look at sort of, not the why, but, you know, again, the touch, you know, it's not even something that's thought on, like, unless you sit and you start looking at, well, what are the things that come from, like, my parents will say, and what are my things, and so you might recognize, like, my cousin was up last week, and for Easter, and we started talking, and, My mom brought me up in, you know, you know, clean, you know, you clean the house every week and, you know, very clean and very organized, you know, maybe to the point, little OCD with nothing on the counters. And I'm like that now too. Um, and my cousin, I told my cousin, I said, look, I said, if you see me just randomly cleaning and doing stuff, I said, just ignore me. It's not you. It's me. It's just what I like to do. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Cheryl. She goes, I do the same thing. She said, so it's it came from your mom because my mom um, raised my cousins, uh, her and her brother for a number of years because their parents passed away. But anyway, so it was just funny because I was like, yeah, that is. That is something. And that's not like a huge burden or a lesson. It's just, if we take a look at those things, you know, and how we are and how we be, then we can sort of really open up the can of, well, okay, so is that my stuff? Is that from my parents? Is it something I'm working through, you know, because of that trickle effect? Because I'm still working through that and maybe they didn't. And again, what is it if you do have children in some capacity, what is it that you're you know, not willing to look at, not willing to deal with, that is trickling down towards them. So going towards me really quick, um, and I know I've talked about it before with alcohol, you know, I grew up with, you know, my father who, you know, would, you know, he wasn't, he would drink to the point where, you know, he shoot guns out the window and walk the hallway with bullets in his hand. Like it was not a pleasant environment, When alcohol, especially, especially when alcohol um, was involved. So for me, you know, I associated those pieces and whatever it was, whatever deal means demons he had, whatever things he was dealing with, I'm not real um, keen on their childhood or his childhood and know exactly what happened. I have a sense there was some neglect or something that went on. It was as if the alcohol or whatever it was, the demons, it was like covering it up. You know, he wasn't dealing with it. And there might have been some therapy there, not a whole lot. I mean, he was unhappy, suicidal, you know, a good bit of the time, things, things of those nature. And so for me, you know, there's the alcohol piece. Well, then there's also the suicidal piece possibly because that could trickle down. Whatever it was that he didn't deal with is sort of laid upon me to work through. And believe me, at age 46, I've done and I still do a lot of work on myself. And again, I'm always a seeker, a grower. I desire change. I desire better for me. And within that, so here's the piece where when, and here's the thing. Okay, so I'm all over the place. But here's the thing. You, we are all connected. You listening, we are all connected. There is not a disassociation. We are all connected. So whatever it is that you're choosing, whatever it is that you're doing, if I am working on creating more light in my world, it's gonna help create more light in your world. If you're creating more light in your world, it's gonna help create more light in my world. It's gonna add to me. It's gonna add to the pot. It's gonna add to the whole you see, there are there are no strangers. We have energy. We're all connected. And I know a lot of you probably felt it during the pandemic. We were so closely tied in, not just because of Facebook or social media or the news, but there's an energetic connectedness there that was so, for me, almost like palpable. I could almost just touch it. And it was so intense for such a long time. And thank goodness it's starting to lighten up. Um, So what I'm trying to say is this is not just about the sins of our parents. This is the interconnectedness of everybody to everyone and everything. And so I just thought it was interesting to look at this piece because I've seen it in my life. So the alcohol thing. So actually what I decided to do with that piece is, you know, I just shoved it under the rug. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And yeah, I drank some, you know, senior week, you know, and prom a couple of wine coolers, big deal. And then I was like, I'm not doing this. This is stupid. But was it because I wasn't doing it because it was stupid or because I didn't want to go down that path? I didn't want to open that can of worms because I knew what it could mean or what might happen. I was, I don't want to say I was afraid, but I just, I was like, I am not going there. I, it's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to look at that. So I shoved it under the rug. And for years, and then until I got to a point where, you know, I want to say I was, I was going through divorce and I was living with some friends at the time and you know, I'd have a couple of drinks and it was not about to have fun and just enjoy and be social. It was a couple of drinks, two or three, maybe to just check out, you know, and it, I didn't do that often. It was like a couple of times, big deal. But I realized also that I hadn't dealt with the alcohol piece. That's not something that, you know, I had worked on. And So through that, you know, I was dating and then the next person, you know, a couple people later I dated, uh, someone had an alcohol problem, but she used to, and then it got better and we weren't together once she was, um, drinking heavily, but there was still that tendency. And I still noticed that and that didn't make me happy. So that didn't work out so well. And then I met someone who was able to use alcohol in a very social, fun way. Aspect where it was once in a while, didn't have to be every night, and it wasn't a big deal. And then through that, and through working all these years looking at it, I still did. It wasn't a change overnight. I realized, you know what? It's okay. Now, I'm not saying I don't like the party, I don't like to be around someone who's friggin' drunk and stupor, and that doesn't work for me. And then I know that, and that where it might have something to do with my father. Partially, it also has to do with that's just not, you know, fun for me. It's not something that I desire to spend my time with, you know. I desire, you know, more consciousness, be more aware, to be, you know, to grow. And yeah, occasional drink here and there to me now is okay. And I, and I see that, and I have come actually a long way um, with that. So like I said, now I'm to the point where I would say nine nine point nine percent. I'm it's like, it's great. I've worked through it. And that piece that alcohol piece, at least from before, with my parents, my father, especially, that has shifted. So in hopes that it'll trickle down, and it'll shift with my children. Um, so speaking of that, again, um, some time ago, I had a, a a young lady that came to me And a friend had referred her mom and her, and this daughter to me to do some work. Um, This daughter, she was wrestling with some, just an an eating disorder. And I worked on her, not as a therapist, but to do some energy work to hopefully move some things, help change some things for her while she was still doing therapy and doing other things. And because the mom had been trying a lot of stuff and nothing seemed to work. So we worked together for a little bit, did some bars, some energy work, and we talked about um, some different things. And one of the things that we talked about was, is, is it yours? You know, where did you where did you first pick this up, this eating disorder? Like when did that happen? And, you know, so we took, you know, we took a little bit of a look at that and then somewhere along the way, the mom came in and I did some energy work with her and talked to her, and I had a realization. And the realization was that, and I found out that the mom actually, when she was growing up, had an eating disorder. And it hit me like a ton of bricks when I found that out that I was like, oh my gosh, this daughter is bearing. The burden, we'll say, of the mom's eating disorder that the sense that I got was that she never completely had really dealt with. Because based on what the mom told me, it was like, you know, she did a little bit here and there. Like, like she never It's like, yeah, and then it went away. Well, things don't just go away. Unless you get to the root of the issue. Unless you really get down and dive in and you dig out those roots. You don't really get to what's actually going on. And so uh, had I had a space or a time to sit and really talk and talk about that with them, I wish. Um, And there just never was. And how do you approach somebody when you have this sense of, oh my gosh, but I did say it to the mom, I said, hey, the sense I get is, if we work on you, it's going to help your daughter, so I did add that in there, and so through that, and this is the piece that I was thinking about yesterday, that I really wanted to add, because it really was to me, ugh, like something just huge, because I saw it, I saw where this was going down to her daughter, and then, Her daughter's dealing with it hardcore, you know. And I told the mom, like, hey, why don't you come in for some sessions and do some stuff? And she all she wanted to focus on her daughter. And I totally get that. At the same time, I realized if she would work on her more herself, that it was going to help her daughter. And that's why I mentioned what I did to her. And so, again, this goes back to, you know, us as parents or having our parents and I'm not trying to judge our parents or make them wrong or they're terrible people or anything like that it's just where in your life have you sort of you know you're caught their things that they're doing not caught but like you're sort of wearing them on your shoulders and you're dealing with it now because maybe your parents didn't fully deal with it So until we completely clear this, until we completely do that, it's going to continue to ripple down and just go down and down and down and down. Um, And again, it does have a interconnected effect on everything. And now let me go into that a little bit and um, talk about that piece. So I'm going to bring up alcohol again, only because it's really been, you know, in my face in the sense that you know, what I've dealt with in my past with my parents and then, you know, some pieces now. So I guess it was been about almost a month ago now, right around St. Patrick's Day, huh. major drinking day, major drinking day, right? So that was a Wednesday this year. And then a few days prior, a Sunday, um, that weekend I had like on Friday, I had a drink, Saturday, I had a drink. No, I'm not I'm a drink, one drink. And then Sunday I kind of wanted a drink, but like I wrestled with myself. It was like, oh God, I'm thinking I want to drink, but I don't want to drink and I'm going back and forth and I'm like, what's happening? Like, do I have a problem with this? Do I, do I not have a problem? I didn't think I had a problem with this. I'm pretty sure I don't have a problem with this, but it feels like I have a problem with this right now. And so I decided not to have a drink that Sunday or did I? I can't really remember. I just remember that wrestling match I did in my head going, oh my God, do I have an issue? with alcohol now because it's my third night and I shouldn't have a drink and I went into that a little bit. Well, the next, the next day, a client of mine came to me (laughs) and I've seen her for many years. I've seen her every month. And one of the things that she's been working through is not drinking and what or wanting to drink less, you know, like she may have a glass of wine or something at night or two, you know, um, just kind of relax, you know, after the kids go to bed or maybe with dinner or whatever, but it's just that sort of her her peace of mind or whatever, however she uses it. And she's like, yeah, I just really want to cut back on that. And I'm going back and forth. And and so how interesting was that? Was I picking up that with her? Was she wrestling on that on Sunday? A little bit? Was I already picking up so this happens sometimes too, I notice, with my clients that are coming in the next day, maybe in two days, I'll start to pick up on them. My connectedness gets a little bit stronger. And so The sense I got was that, oh my gosh, I realized, I didn't realize that day, the next day, I didn't realize until maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, oh my gosh, was I picking up her stuff too. And then Wednesday hit, of course, St. Patrick's Day. And that's like major drinking holiday. And it was like, drink, 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 drink. And it was like right in my head. It was in my face. It was like, come on, have a drink, have a drink, have a drink. I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, oh. None of this is my stuff. This is not even mine. So this is where the interconnectedness and the sense of yourself, even though we have a sense of self, but we're connected <laughs> to everything, but you know, it's actually not what you desire, but you're connected to everything. So you're picking up everyone's stuff. So you feel like it's yours. And then once you realize, oh, okay, this is actually, I'm just picking this up from, you know, all the people that are out there drinking and partying and having a good time. Okay, Cool. And then you go, do I really desire that? Is that really my stuff? And then I realize, okay, it's not. So I don't think I had a drink on St. Patrick's Day. I'm pretty sure I no, I didn't. And then by Thursday, the next morning, guess what? It was completely gone, all of it. And now I'm, I will say, back to. I don't know. I had one drink this weekend. I had a glass of wine on Friday night, and I thought about it last night. I'm like, nah, and. So, again, what I'm saying is we have such interconnectedness to everything and everyone. And then you have that family aspect. You have the parents and then you have the children. And there's a deeper interconnectedness within that. So how much are you taking on your parents' stuff? How much are your kids taking on your stuff? Again, that ripple effect, the trickle down. So I'm just planting the seed. I'm just having you just take a look at these pieces in your life, how they interrelate, how they relate. And what it is now, you know, that you know this, what can you do differently now? If you want to. I mean, you might have a parent that was like happy all the time. And then now you're happy all the time. You might want to get rid of that. I wouldn't want to get rid of that. That'd be great. Or, you know, something wonderful like, hey, cool. But if there's a piece that is, we'll say, limiting your life in some way then there might be something to look at so you could pull that away or get rid of that so that you're more free. So this is all about freedom. All these podcasts is about to have freedom to create more in your world. And the more that I look at things and the more that I realize and I'm less limited, the more I get out of judgment of of people, I get out of judgment of myself and then I real and I look at pieces and I work on them, the freer I become the happier I am. I'm not wearing the weight of the world. I'm not wearing the weight of my parents so much. And it's it's a t- completely different reality. So join me if you'd like a <laughs> Um So that's it. Little, yeah, it's sort of a heavy topic at the same time. You know, it's something that I think has value to look at and see how that interplays in your life and you know aspects of it and what it is you can do to do something differently if you like. So everybody have a wonderful, wherever you are in the world, weekend, weekday, I don't know, whenever you're listening to it, listen, share with your people, share with your friends, whomever, share with your enemies. That's cool too. Um, and just, you know, have a great, great, not just day, but a life. Choosing what it is you would like to choose for you. Alright guys, uh that's it. Sayonara. Hola Au revoir Astio I don't know what would that be? I'll be back. How about that one? <laughs> Alright guys, I'll talk to you later. signing off. See ya.